dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I ain't gotta keep trying. Gotta keep. Channel 2 Radio, The Mindset Matters Show with Sinat Noorani. Good morning, good morning, beautiful people, and welcome to the Mindset Matters Talk Show. I'm your host, and I'm also a mental health and well-being coach and therapist. You can find me here every Friday, same time, same place, where I'll be talking all subjects that impact mental health and well-being. Now, you know what? This is one of my favourite days of the week where I can bring you the Mindset Matters show. This show is all about bringing awareness and breaking down stigmas around mental health and well-being. But more importantly, to give the message that you are not alone and that we are all going through challenging times in our lives. And it is absolutely okay to not be okay for a period of time, but then picking yourself up and asking for help. Do not be afraid to ask for help. Now, for those of you who don't know much about me, I am passionate about working with people who want to better their personal and professional life. Now, I empower my clients to gain clarity, breaking through those challenges of anxiety, stress, goal clarity, confidence and fears, things that stop them from living their desired life. Now, fundamentally, I believe it all starts from self-awareness. So I encourage and guide my clients to have the tools and strategies in their back pockets as a preventative so that they can overcome any challenges that they may encounter in the future. So uh, if you want to find out more about my services and a little bit more about me, just hop over to my website. That's zenatnarani.com. And if not, why not just book a call with me and let's get talking. So you can go to calendly.com forward slash zenatnarani. So, as usual, uh, thank you for those people who have already tweeted in. Fantastic. And yes, do tweet in your comments and shout outs to whoever you want. So it's at Zenat Narani, sorry, at underscore Narani. And please do use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks in your post. And do continue to like, follow, and share. Okay, so my guest coming up after the break, you'll be hearing from Carol Pike. Carol believes that whilst we have no control over the hand we are dealt with, we are always able to choose how we play the game. So true. We always have a choice. Goes on to saying, you know, that uh, she often tells her clients that we always have a choice 
a choice to choose. So more from Carol. So please do not miss this. She is an amazing lady. Her story is absolutely incredible and inspirational. So let's find out. You know what? This past week, a few things have been happening between amongst a couple of close friends of mine. And, you know, when things go wrong, it also affects, I suppose, myself. And it got me thinking about the importance of really knowing each other. And that sometimes it's so important to just take time to listen and to read between the lines of what is not being said. And I did have a guest on uh, recently, John Nicholson, who talked about listen to what is not being said. And it's so true because we really don't know what's going on um, on the other side, especially if we're communicating over the phone and we're not face to face. So, um, you know, things can, you know, simple misunderstandings can happen and can make a mountain out of a molehole. Now, I know we are all unique, and I tell this all the time to people and my clients. We are all unique with different qualities and personalities, yes. And traits can be changed if and when realisation comes. One want, you know, if one wants to make those changes, and I guess what I'm saying is fundamentally, we need to see how important it is uh, for ourselves to actually make those changes for the other person. And it's not about completely sacrificing, but it's about meeting halfway. So the question I want to pose out there is how much should or shouldn't one side of the party sacrifice and change for the other? Or given in all the time when things go wrong or, or even said... So I would love to hear your thoughts. So, yeah, tweet in to Zena underscore Narani, uh, hashtag MSM Radio Talks. That would be great to kind of know your insights of what you think in terms of how to, um, I suppose, make sacrifice not to fall out. Now, with that, um, as that thought got me thinking, I wanted to read something from my affirmation book called Begin Each Day with Affirmations and Empowering Questions, which is available on Amazon. And one of them is, the best friends are those who love you endlessly with no judgment, no matter your situation or status or what's going on. They love you just the way you are. So I'm going to leave you with that thought there. Right, so what else is happening? Oh my goodness, we are now literally at the end of May. Where on earth has this gone? And it's absolutely gorgeous out there, so I think this is a good sign. Summer is finally here. I know there's a bit of rain uh, in the forecast, but I think it's going to be a great bank holiday weekend and half term coming up. So uh, I would like to know, you know, what what have you got planned, you know, um, today? What, what are you going to do in the sunshine and the warmth? Now, I'm looking forward to the bank holiday weekend and the half term purely because I shall be seeing my sister, my brother-in-law, and my gorgeous niece and nephew, who I haven't seen since the whole pandemic began. It's been over Zoom every week. 
Crazy stuff, hey? So I'm really excited but nervous at the same time. Uh, I spoke to my niece the other day and she was like, oh my God, massive phagy, I can't wait, we're going on holiday, I can't wait to see you. And it's just so inspiring. So for me, spending time with them is going to do wonders for my mental well-being. And I am totally switching off social media. So if anyone's planning on getting in touch with me, they're going to have to wait till after the 4th of uh, June because I am having a four-day de- digital detox. Uh, so, you know, why not? You know, what I'd like you to do is share, tweet in and share what you are going to be doing this bank weekend. And for the half term, because there's lots of parents out there who may be taking this time off as well. Hopefully they're going to get that. And especially if you're still remote working, you know, what are you going to be doing to enable you to feel energized, motivated, to relax and de-stress? I would love to hear. So do tweet in again to the same um, Twitter and making sure that you use the hashtag MSM Radio Talks. What else has been going on? Oh, yes. So I've been talking to a few people and they have been saying that the May month has been fairly difficult. Now, I suppose it must be to do with lockdown easing, people slowly going back into the workplace. I suppose it's the unfolding of everything and getting used to what was before, perhaps. I mean, for me, uh, I need to get used to the whole noise level atmosphere in restaurants. So I've been out to um, the restaurants a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, and I have found it pretty tricky. I think I'm a lot more sensitive to the noise. Perhaps that's because I haven't been around it, or perhaps I'm just getting too old. Who knows? But uh, I do find that the noise level and the chatter is uh, quite disturbing. So... Breathing exercises for me when I'm out and about. Now, how many of you out there have continued... Right, so this is a question. How many of you out there have continued to date during the pandemic virtually? And how many actually took this pandemic time to stop dating purely because it was impossible or because of the fears around it? Also, what are you doing to get yourself back out there? How has this impacted your mental well-being, your confidence and your self-esteem? And if not, you know, I would love to hear your tips, your tools and thoughts on this. What can you share in terms of getting back out there into dating? What's worked for you? Because it would be great to share this because I know there's a lot of people out there um, that are probably a bit apprehensive about going back into dating. Um, So... Talking of which, I actually went on my first date this week um, and it was really nerve-wracking. Initially, I was like, should I go? Should I not? Should I go? Should I not? Uh, You know, I couldn't make up my mind. But there's no point sitting at home and worrying about it. So I agreed to go on a date. And it it happened really quickly as well. So that was quite interesting. So, And that's not really happened before. And it's been a long time since I've dated anyone. And um, so I met this person and I was sitting in the car park because I got there a couple of minutes before he did. And 
because I was waiting, I was in my head, I was going, okay, what do I do? Do I shake his hand? Do I do the fist punch? Do I do the elbow? How do I greet this person? Because, you know, traditionally, I would have gone and I would have probably given a peck on the cheek. Um, so I was like, no, no, that's not going to happen because of the COVID. Anyway, be- before I even knew it, he arrived and he's walking towards me and then he lances at me and gives me a kiss on the cheek. And I just yelp and I went, it was and it threw him back and he was like oh my goodness am I not supposed to do that so then it started playing up in my mind and I think he got a bit but you know what I kind of dealt with it there and then I said you know what actually that was quite nice just to be normal for me that was normality for others it may not be but what I'm saying you know the long story short because you don't want to hear about my date is that it was a great night we are seeing each other on a second date uh, and that's happening this evening but everything was easy and I think the idea was for me not to have high expectations of course you know things are in place uh, in terms of uh, you know hand sanitizers and all of this but The idea mentally is to relax, to take deep breaths and go with the flow. Be in the moment. Don't think of what if and all those things that could go wrong. Enjoy the moment because that way you'll be more relaxed and things will work out better. So I hope that's been a bit interesting. Um, So I'm just going to read a couple of tweets that have come in. My Babel Monkey has... um, Oh, this is on a video post that I um, posted the other day is about, you know, put out the fire before it begins. So you can hop over to my LinkedIn profile and it's talking about uh, company owners and CEOs, you know, their well-being policies and training. Uh, What do you have in place for um, your workforce? And uh, Babel Monkey has commented that um, ACAS.org.uk has declared the mental health enlightenment is the silver lining of the pandemic. As we return to offices, a a new kind of stress appears, COVID fear, stay safe at work, get workplace coach who can help your employees through it. Absolutely. And this is what I do. I go into the workplace. I check that they're, you know, the policies that they have in place, how they're getting on and what, you know, support and training they have for their staff. Right, I think it's going to come to that time because you're probably thinking, I need a little bit of a break. So I'm going to play the tune, Don't Give Up, featuring Brian Adams by Chicane, the best of Chicane, 1996 to 2008. So enjoy this tune and I'll be back soon. Don't give it up.
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. I love a good tune. That really gets me going. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thanks for tweeting in Sarah Marsh Collins. She's out and about with her spanners. They're gorgeous spanners. They call me Auntie Z, by the way. They actually do. Uh, She loves listening into people's stories here and says everyone is fighting their own battle. It's so inspirational to hear how people overcome them and rise. Absolutely. And this is what this show is all about. So thank you for listening in. Enjoy the walk. It's absolutely gorgeous out there. And if you haven't got routine, or sorry, not routine, but if you haven't got time slotted in in your routine today to go out and take a breather and absorb the vitamin D, then make sure you put that in. It's gorgeous. Right, well, without further ado, I think it's time to listen to what Carol Pike has to say. Hi, Carol, and welcome to the Mindset Matters show. It's so great to have you here. And you know what? I've seen you speak at so many events, but even just before that, right now, before we're recording this, well, we're recording it now, aren't we, for uh, the day you come on. But my goodness, we have had an amazing chat. You are an incredible lady with such charisma and, as you always say, sparkle. Uh, you know, the way you look on life, uh, your resilience, uh, it's just so inspiring, truly incredible. So welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. I'm excited. It, I know, I'm excited. I think we're going to uh, end up running over a little bit. So anyway, why don't you um, start telling our listeners a little bit about you? Because you have overcome so many challenges and obstacles in your life uh, and you know I'd like you to tell the listeners rather than me kind of read a little bit of your bio out <laughs> all right right well I'm I'm Carol Pike I am a two-time stroke survivor I've got an underlying condition called lupus and I have been recently diagnosed with a glaucoma and so there are a number of health challenges mm-hmm. and in particular my second stroke was a bleed on the brain in February 2019, and I got a form of retrograde amnesia. And what that actually means is that I am only two years old with 58 years' worth of experience. Wow. So that essentially means that I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly wired, you know, that I live firmly in the here and now. I'm not tied mm. to my emotions or to the past. Mm. And on the one hand, this has to be the most horrendous time of my life. But on the other hand, it is the most amazing adventure because so much of everything is fresh for me. I've got a fresh perspective on things. I see things from a completely different place to lots of people. And even the whole COVID-19 challenges, I have been in the house by myself 
for 12 months and the most most of that I wasn't going outside at all so in real terms in terms of my consciousness of, of life being two years old I spent more of that time by myself in the house but you know what? I've had the most amazing adventure. I've done so much in that time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, gosh, like we said, we've been talking. Tell us about some of the um, things that we were talking about earlier on. I think that's wonderful to share. Like when you went, start off by talking about the story of the optician. <laughs> right. So, so Friday was a really horrible time for me. And I say horrible, which probably my definition of horrible and everybody else's is probably completely different. But I had a what I thought was a routine hospital appointment to look at my eyes. And I went to one hospital and she sat and said to me, I'm going to send you to casualty at another hospital. And I'm thinking, OK. And she said that you've got glaucoma. And I don't understand what glaucoma is. You told me that I've got to go to eye casualty, another hospital. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Anyway, so I, so I go to the other hospital and I'm seeing the optician. And I thought, do you know what? This is crap. But in fine Carol style, you've got to find another way of looking at it. So I said to him, you know what? I'm going to spin this. So I said to him, oh, my gosh, it's been a fantastic day. I've had a man look into my eyes. We've <laughs> laughed and we've chatted and we've talked about our future plans and of course he started laughing and that was kind of great and then as I was leaving I said to him please don't cheat on me and he said Carol I'm really sorry but I will be looking into other people's eyes and then he said but we have an open eye relationship <laughs> so again we're in fits of laughter and the doctor next door is saying what are you what what's going on there what's happening my whole thing is that I will always find the silver lining because there's always something for us to learn from each and every situation that, that we go into. Because on that same day, I decided that I had earned the right of a pity party. And I want to say to all of you, pity parties should be a solo affair. You should never invite anybody to a pity party or even more, more to the point, if you invite somebody and they come, yeah, you need to rethink about the position of that person in your life. Because if you're going to feel sorry for yourself, you really don't need company to do that. But yeah, I you can do that alone, can't you? That's it. I don't think it's important for you to do it alone. Anybody that comes to it should be encouraging you to move through it and to get out of it. Not to tell you how bad it is, because you already know that. So that's what I decided I wanted. I thought, you know what, I'm going to schedule it. I'm going to have ice cream. You know, I'm really going to have this pity party. And then I believe in God. And so the Holy Spirit, I believe, kind of lives on the inside of me and has been hanging around with me. Mm. Um, and he said to me, um, Carol, you do know that you had glaucoma yesterday? And I thought, OK. And he said, so the difference today is that you've just had information. It's not a new condition. It's not a new issue. It's just that you've had information. And I thought, oh. And then it was that whole thought. So what's the pity party about? And I thought, oh, okay. So I couldn't even schedule a pity party. Uh, <laughs> but it then just made me wonder about how many of us are being derailed or are dying quite literally as a result of the information that we've been given as opposed to the condition or the disease. Because that point that I had glaucoma on Thursday, on Friday, they told me about it. But I was, my vision was exactly the same. There was, there, were, there was no problems that I could feel. Yeah. 
And so therefore, was there a, a, as big a crisis as that maybe it was that I was thinking in the first instance? And I'd suggest no. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a, a, a sort of an error that many of us make, don't we? When we hear some information, mm. we then choose to take it negatively rather than taking it with a more sort of open outlook. I don't want to use the word positive because sometimes yeah. I get thrown a lot out, but an open yeah. outlook to it. Okay, so and we talked about this earlier on. What are we in control of and mm. what can't I control? And really, do I need to be thinking this way or feeling this way? Mm. And it's really interesting. I mean, I love that story. And I, I think you had to share that. It's brilliant. You know, and you do, you do see the, um, you know, the silver lining of yeah. um, every situation. I mean, you know, you, you are a personal um, brand storyteller and you are known as the queen of sparkle. That's why I use that word. <laughs> yes. It's actually the sparkle thing is a really interesting um, framework. Mm. Because it actually stemmed from something that I do remember, meeting Nelson Mandela. And wow. there was just something about him. That, in fact, that was the first time that I remember meeting someone that actually had presence. And I realised it wasn't what he said. It wasn't what he did. It wasn't even your knowledge of the his, his history and what he had overcome. It was quite literally how he showed up. And I'm calling that sparkle. And I'm saying I've got a sparkle equation, which is about knowing who you are, understanding the value you bring to the table and then showing up unapologetically on purpose. And that when it is that those elements work together, magic quite literally happens. Because my first booking to speak in 2019, I was in a wheelchair in pyjamas on a stroke ward. Yes. And the person that booked me to speak had never met me before. So it wasn't that she thought, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I know Carol. She'd be really good in front of my audience. She'd never met me. So it was only how it was I showed up. And I'm in pyjamas in a wheelchair, and I'm not sure whether I'd had a walk. I was speaking about... <laughs> Guys, you have to see Carol's face. Unfortunately, you know, this is pre-recorded and it's a radio show. But, oh, my gosh, just by watching her, I am... Oh. I'm laughing. So crazy. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But then the other significant thing about it was that her audience were white middle class men. Mm. And I'm a black woman in pajamas in a wheelchair. And she thought, do you know what? She'd be really good for my audience. <laughs> so it clearly had nothing to do with, with any of those elements. It was quite literally how it was that I showed up. Oh, yes. And I believe that for all of us, if we can just remove the thing, the barriers that get in our way and show up as ourselves and know that when you show up that you bring value that would change everything yeah everything you know I've got another great example where I was booked to speak at the um at ICAS which is the Institute of Chartered Accountants in Scotland to talk about personal branding and sparkle Mm. Um, accountants with personal branding and sparkle. That sounds sparkle good. Accountants doesn't seem to. That's what's the name. But the um, the person that was booking speakers had come across my profile on LinkedIn, and mm. that was great. And so she decided I was the person for to to do that. And then she was looking through Facebook, and I had done um, a, a Facebook live with somebody with knickers on my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I had mixed on my head and so did the person I was talking to. And she says that she saw that and that confirmed that I was the person that she needed. 
to break the um, seriousness of accountants. I did say to her that I wasn't going to do it with knickers on my head. Oh, I was just about to ask you, did you do it with knickers on your head? But the, the key was that I was showing up as myself and I wasn't apologising for the fact that I had knickers on my head and I wasn't shying and cowering away because, oh, yeah, I've got knickers on my head and, oh, my gosh, uh, no, I was just being me. Yeah. And so what I want to say to everybody is actually there is so much value in you being you. Because mm-hmm. in, just in case you didn't know, there is nobody else in the, on, on the planet or even in the universe that is like you. Yeah. And whereas you might have thought that actually that that's where the problem lies. No, that's where the richness and the value lies yes. for you being you. And I can, I'm walking, talking testimony that showing up as you, because remember I've got, I've had two strokes and there are lots yeah. of interesting things that go with that. But as I'm showing up as me, I am bringing consistency wherever it is I go. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, yeah, <laughs> all the time, you know, because just so, I mean, you know, talking to you, you're, you know, very much about bouncing back the resilience, you push through your challenges, whatever they are, but you, like you said, you look at the silver um, lining, but what you've um, written here, and I'm just going to put it out as, you know, that you really suggest that, you know, you have to declare loudly to everyone, anyone that would listen. And you say, life is what you make it, and I'm going to make mine count. Yeah, because I, quite literally, every morning that I wake up, I wake up with a smile because I woke up. Because everything in our lives, whatever it is that's going on for us, the, the starting point is you waking up. Because yeah. if, you if you don't wake up, it's all over. But if you wake up, it's still possible. And it's that whole element that life is a gift that is quite literally priceless. You can't pay for it. And I don't think that we fully value or embrace it because it doesn't look the way that we thought it should look. Mm -hmm. And I haven't got the things it is I thought I should have. But actually, you've got the gift of life. And the question is, what are you going to do with it? And I've decided that... On the 27th of February, 2019, I could have died. If things had been marginally different, I would have been dead. Mm. So when I realised that, I thought, hold on a minute, I'm still here. That must mean I have still got things to do. Yeah. And so I have decided that my mission here is to shine a light into the darkness for others. And so to help, you know, I'm kind of all about personal branding. So it's really about helping you stand out and sparkle. Yeah. So that you have greater impact, influence and income in the world. And the fact that I've been on my own for 12 months, I had to get myself up. There was nothing saying, oh, look, you haven't turned up in the office yet. I wonder what's going on. Yeah. I had to do that. And one of the things that I've discovered from that is that we talk about motivation and some people will say that I'm a motivational speaker. And I will say, no, I'm not. Okay. I will be, I will own being an inspirational speaker, but my whole thing around motivation is that people can inspire you, they can empower you, they can encourage you, they can support you, but you motivate you. Because at the end of the day, when it is you finish listening to whoever or whatever, the voice that you will hear the most is your own. Yes. So if you do not find that internal motivating factor, you're always going to be stuck 
and you're always going to be looking for external something to help you and if it doesn't show up that now means what does that mean that you're means you can move backwards. yeah yeah so that whole thing that yes the stuff externally should actually enrich and enhance what it is that you already have mm-hmm. but if you don't own the fact that you already have it that you're always looking at the answers yeah and okay. it can't help that's a really, really good point and really valid. And I think that's really important for, you know, our listeners to hear that because often you're right, we, we get kind of lost between the inspiration and the motivation and we yeah. don't really understand truly what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I kind of wanted to touch on what you said as well earlier about uh, how you live in the moment and the reasons... Um, sort of the mental side of it why you live in the reasons at the moment and the benefits that it brings mm. for you and actually you know people like myself and other people who have um, gone through the trauma we, we're on a different level of thinking so you you kind of said to me it's like a win-win kind of yeah yeah because it's, it's so easy for us to look at you know the, the challenge and, and what is that we do is kind of essentially we look down at the problems and stuff is that we have and whilst it is that they are very real and that we need to acknowledge them and we need to allow ourselves to feel our way through it we also need to know that that's not where the story ends that's not the full story and that's not where it is that we live so i've been in some respects feel gifted with the fact that i don't have major memories pre-february 2019 so Therefore, I have, I'm not caught up in the past. You know that time when I tried something and it didn't work? Or that, that bit where it was, I felt, you know, when that person did X, Y, and Z, or I felt, or I don't have that as a, a memory. Mm. And so I can only live from where it is that I am. And so because I don't have a frame of reference for fear, worry, anxiety, or regret, whilst it is I might still have the same emotions I can't label it in that way so it doesn't trip me up and so I'm sitting here so like I was saying that Friday was a a horrible day for me but the horribleness of Friday was contained in Friday yeah I woke up on Saturday morning it was still fresh from that diagnosis but I'm over it now because it's it's been diagnosed I've had my thing and this is now Friday and it's a new day and I think that for all of us, if we could find a way to operate in our containers, as it were, that each day is 24 hours. At midnight, that day is over and a new day begins. And the new day is actually fresh with no mistakes because you haven't trodden on that way before. The yeah. mistakes are only there when we bring them from the day before. And I'm not talking about having a, a, you know, an airy fairy look at the world and isn't it wonderful and I'm pretending <laughs> that the cracks don't exist. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. If we operate in those containers and then bring to it the lessons we've learned from the day before or the things that are going to help us to move forward, because if it's a challenge, so like for me in the glaucoma, on Friday they told me I have glaucoma. Mm. And that's a very real, and it can be a very serious condition. Yeah, and absolutely. I could go blind. So it's, a, so it's, so it's serious. So I could live in the seriousness of it or acknowledge the fact that that's that's happened and is happening. How do I navigate my way forward knowing that? Yeah. So that information that I'm armed with, right. So I need to make sure that actually I take the eye drops every day because that is going to be crucial for my um, maintaining my sight. So I know that 
whatever my other regimes or things might have been, I need to factor that into it every day. Absolutely, yeah. And so that's why I'm taking from the challenge of that. But it's also reminding me that you need to live life to the full because life is can throw you a curveball. And it's so precious. We've got one life and we have to. And, I, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier as well, uh, because we've spoken so much, is about controlling. You know, you've got control of using the drops to move forward. But the rest of it, the, you don't have control of it. Yeah. And um, that's why you have to shape the rest of your routines, your visions, your, your solutions, um, what you want to do around it yeah because that, that's it we and it's so easy for us to get caught up in mm. that terrible thing that's happened or that trauma or that disappointment or, or even the grief yeah. and whilst those things are very real and i think that we've got emotions for a reason we need to feel it yes absolutely but we also need to know that whilst it is that that's an emotion that i'm feeling i don't live there so you you don't live in fear you don't live in grief and it's not that you you haven't lost anybody and that's so i'm not belittling any of that mm. but that's not where it is you live yeah because there is still so much more to you than you have settled for and the moment i heard somebody say that that actually that they changed things when they realized that this they had settled for this yeah and whilst it is that we might say well no i didn't settle for this actually you choose how it is you play the game so in my situation in your situation there are hands that you've been dealt that you have no control over and you can't do anything about it mm -hmm. 2020 is a fantastic example mm -hmm. but you know what you choose how you play the game so you didn't choose 2020 but you could could have used that in a powerful way to enrich and enhance yourself in the midst of the crisis absolutely yeah like one of my favorite trees actually is the bamboo tree because the bamboo's got so many lessons to teach us because in the stormy weather and all of the crappy stuff it actually can bend almost double and not break break yeah and you know what also happens is that the roots strengthen and grow in those times I didn't and, know that. There you yeah, go. Something new. Actually, yeah, and if you think about it, if you think about oh. all of the hardships and things is that, that you've been through, that actually the person you are now is as a result of that experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes it's not the person you are now, you're not happy with the person you are now, change it. Mm. But so much is that we've come to the other side and you're still breathing today so you've got tools resources strategies and skills that you never would have had if you hadn't had that experience. experiences and it's that yeah. whole thing about recognizing it and then owning it and doing something with it yeah because that's giving you the foundation yeah because you, you can only get there wherever there is for you from mm. where it is you are now you can't get you can't chart a course from where it is it used to be you'd like to be where other people say that you should be you can only do it from here. And so I often think that here is neither good or bad. It just is. It is, yeah. You know, because I can say to you, this is really terrible. Like, oh, my gosh, do you know I've had two strokes? Oh, my gosh. And do you know that a third stroke could actually kill me? You know, mm -hmm. I could live in that space. Mm -hmm. But actually, how helpful is that for me? It's not. And then also, how helpful is that for the people that I'm here to serve? Yeah. And so Sorry, can I just ask you in terms of like, obviously, 
you've been through all of this, um, the health challenges. And do you find that sometimes you have people who come to you that are very much fragile around you or go, oh, I'm really sorry. Uh, and they kind of put that, their, their fear or their kind of, they're scared of um, expressing their feelings and emotions around you. And how do you handle that? Well, I think one of the interesting things is because I, the way I show up, Hmm. Um, the way I show up, in fact, my challenge is more in terms of trying to explain that I have a challenge because I don't look like I have a challenge. Yeah. And what's, what's really interesting about this, this journey is that I started um, writing on Facebook from my hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And it also was at a time when I didn't actually know what Facebook was. Mm-hmm. But, but God for me said that you have a message and there are people here, to, that, here that need to hear it. And so I was just sharing my experiences in the moment. Yes. And it just really reinforces the fact that I quite literally live in the moment. So I will tell you that I am crying now. So I won't tell you tomorrow that I was crying yesterday. Yesterday. I'll tell you that I'm crying now. And one of the things I've really recently realized that, oh my gosh, that actually makes you different because you are walking through the solution whilst you're sharing it with people. Yeah. And so I'm saying, because I know that this is not where I live and this is what I'm experiencing Mm -hmm. and that that other people need to hear this because so that they know that they're not alone or that they know that actually there is another way of looking at it. And even if that's not their way, they now know that there is another way. way And they'll find a way. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Can you tell us an interesting fact about yourself or something? Oh. Actually, crazy. I mean, <laughs> oh, good. maybe we won't go to the crazy bits. Um, but one of the things, <laughs> maybe later when we when we finished. <laughs> when it was, I said that I met Nelson Mandela. Yes, I was actually involved with the Prince's Trust at the time, and he came. He was. It was in Brixton, and he came up to the balcony to meet the people from the Prince's Trust, and so everybody was shaking his hand. And as he was walking along, and I looked at him, I thought, I can't shake his hand, so I hugged him. And um, yeah, so it's that kind of whole thing. So yeah, so so I guess from early I've always been like this. So You're I hugged Nelson Mandela, and uh, at the time I had my head was wrapped, and that people around him said that actually they I reminded them of a young Winnie Mandela, so it was okay. So I hugged him, and he hugged me back. And what I'm really disappointed about was that those were the time before smartphones, so there wasn't that opportunity to capture this moment. Oh, but no. it's, it's that whole thing that. I'm just being me. Yeah. You know? uh, and in that moment, it felt like I would have done him a disservice. <laughs> he would have missed out on a, on a famous carol hug. But that whole feeling that actually, I need to do this. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I hope I get a carol hug one day. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, carol hug. Yes. yes. I would love one. Just that energy transmitted. Right. Um, do you have a, I'm sure you do, it's not do you have, I'm sure you do, a quote or a mantra that just you follow, that you go by, that you, you, you know, you share with the world out there? Well, I think it's probably, like, two. There's, so there's a, a scripture for me that says, I run with endurance, the race set before me, looking to Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of my faith. But one of the things that I actually, what I really like, there's a quote that says, life's too short, eat dessert first. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm not sure what that, that relevance is, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to go and think about that one. <laughs> life's too short, eat dessert first. I might go, life's too short, yeah. have a glass of wine first. Yeah, well, there you go. But also there's a um, wine that essentially says, if you ask me what it was I came here to do, I would say I came to live life out loud. Fantastic. I love it. Live life out loud. Yeah, don't live it as a whisper. And yeah. out loud, like to me, out loud would be quite, loud um but your loud doesn't have to be the same as somebody else's loud but it's that whole thing about don't live it as a whisper we're only traveling through this yeah road like none of us knows and i think that there's lots of things lots of positive things to take from 2020 Mm. one of them has to be that life isn't promised no and we have no idea when it is our time is up you know the reality is that we are all going to die. But between here and there, how are you living that living that road? Love it. Yes. And owning it. Because yes, you can. You know, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or think you can't, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Um, and if you really think about it, when it is you said to yourself, Oh, actually, I'm not able to do that, or that's not gonna work, or whatever it is, it's that's how it is, it's transformed and you felt well you see I told you mm. no it's because you told you is that's why it happened in yes. that way because I believe that words frame our worlds so start looking at the words that you are using to describe yourself or your life or your journey through it mm. change it from backward language you know that look like the world has been trying to go back to normal yeah first of all I want to say to you um there's no such thing as normal, because actually, if you think about it, your normal, my normal, and somebody else's normal are all different. Very different. So what's normal? Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, for the first, I think, three weeks of the stroke, I thought they'd invented a time machine, because everybody talked about mm. wishing, praying, hoping that I would go back to normal. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> what is normal? <laughs> No. other people's expectations isn't yeah. it that's then put on you for normality so you yeah. then start to believe that that's the normal yeah well, um, say, well this is this is my normal i don't understand yeah and so when you're looking at the language you're using try and remove back from your language you know like we're going to go back to work or we're going to go back to whatever no stop talking and thinking in forward language because the only direction you can move is here you know that whole bit when people are saying are you looking forward to it yeah i can't look back so i can only look forward (laughs) well i can turn around and look back but (laughs) it's gone oh dear god you cracked me up no we we could change so much for ourselves if we started to talk to ourselves and about ourselves in a different way because the, the whole area of well-being actually starts within in ourselves yeah and it starts with you know that the whole the thing about it, the stuff we talk about the stuff that you put into your body but we forget about the stuff that you bring out of your body yeah and so actually the stuff that you put into your body is really important but actually all of the thoughts that you bring out all of the words that you bring out actually probably has more detriment to you than the stuff that you're actually putting in and so it's looking at how it is and when you're thinking about well-being it's not just about food and nutrition no it's it's, it's much deeper than that there's so much more within that absolutely absolutely and there's such great valid points out that you've made and um you know just i mean just listening to you is making me rethink my thinking 
and this is what I do as my profession and yet it still triggers which is really really important it's not something you do once it's part of the journey that we constantly do and revisit and reevaluate all the time it's not a tick box where we can do it once and it's done and dusted um i'm really conscious of time so i'm gonna have to wrap up soon but unfortunately and i don't want to but if you had one wish what would it be, or one desire, or however you want to phrase it? I think that my one wish, actually, would be, and for women in particular, to recognise the value of who they are right where they are now, today, and that they didn't have to do something for to be valuable. They didn't have to be with somebody. They didn't have to. They didn't have to learn another skill they didn't have to do any of those things because there's already value right where it is that they are and i the whole about the that whole sparkle I, I i think about the diamond and the fact that we talk about the diamond as being trapped in coal and you, you have to remove the layers and i feel that there is a diamond in all of us and it's the layers of life that have hidden it that we now don't believe that it exists and I think that actually, that if we could connect with the diamond that's inside of us, we would then see more of the diamond in somebody else. And actually, we would change the world that we're living in because we would be operating in a different vibrational level and a different thinking about people. Yeah. And so my mission is actually to make the world a brighter place by helping <laughs> female entrepreneurs and di- di- discover, unlock and leverage the value in their story so they stand out and sparkle because that's where the magic happens and the, where the difference happens. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, you, you know, and already, you, you, you know, like I said, you, I've seen you speak in many events and you make such an impact in so many people's lives you know that i have seen the comments that come out in the chats and things carol you're amazing absolutely amazing now if our listeners want to get in touch with you how can they do this actually if they were on social media Hmm? If you look on social media, I'm there as Carol Pike, and that's C-A-R-O-L-E-P-Y-K-E, because I thought, obviously, I'd need to be different. Um, and so I'm on, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Great. You can find me there. That's that's probably the best place to, to really connect with me personally, because I could say go to a website, but actually, yeah. no. Come, come, and, come and connect with me on a personal level, because it is... It's up close and personal. Fantastic, brilliant. And if you do want to go to a website, it's called web uh, webs <laughs> wordsthatdeliver.com. So you can go there as well um, to find out more about what she does in terms of her business and also yeah. the um, part of you know what she does as well and speaks about a lot is the brand storyteller as well. And you can find a bit once you connect with Carol Pike on there, it, all the details will pop up. Yeah. Because it will sparkle, without a doubt. The queen of sparkle. Do you know what, Carol Pike? It has been absolutely fantastically, I don't know if that's a word, amazingly amazing to have you on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming and taking the time. Thank you. And keep keep shining your light and making a difference in the world. (laughs) Will do. Well, 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 there we have it. Uh, Carol Pike, amazing interview with her. I loved every second and moment of it. 
There may be people out there who have really resonated with her story in so many different levels uh, and just even opened up your mind and your world to other things. But it is incredible how she takes and sees the um, the light, the positive, the bright side in everything, the here and the now, the silver lining. You know, like I said, she has definitely inspired me in more way, more ways than one. Um, so thank you, Carol, for taking the time to share your powerful story here on the Mindset Matters show. And to all our listeners out there, and it's stories like this that truly make a difference. And like she said, if you want to connect with her, find out more, please go onto her social media um, links. And I guarantee it will be an awesome one-to-one that you will have with her. And as she said, I'm going to leave you with this message. So how are you going to choose to play your game going forward now? So just a thought there. Uh Sarah Marsh Collins has tweeted in saying, what an inspirational speaker Carol Pike is and a great show. Yes, absolutely. Um, And I know, by the way, Sarah, I know I said fantastically, amazing, whatever those words are. Please don't pull me up for my uh, language just then, please. Uh, It was just I was so inspired and I got carried away. (laughs) Okay, so um, it is slowly coming to that time where I'm going to have to say goodbye. First of all, I would like to say thank you for all your tweets, for tweeting in. Um, Love reading the tweets and comments and so do keep them coming in to Zena underscore Narani using the hashtag MSM Radio Talks um, you can also uh, t- download any previous shows at anchor.fm forward slash Zena hyphen Narani MSM so this one will be available there as well as on the channel radio.co.uk forward slash two forward slash shows forward slash mindset hyphen sorry mindset hyphen matters um but yes all my past shows will be available on the anchor uh platform sorry the anchor link right and if you would like to support this show by sponsoring then email me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com and find out how you can go about doing that So do get in touch. Also, if you would like to appear on the show as a guest to share your story or as an expert, then again, same email, mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Now, next week, we have uh, Alan Mills, who has an interesting life story where he shares his story about perseverance and resilience. He says that you can achieve anything if you put your heart and mind into it. So really great guy again on the show so do um, tune in for that uh just to let you know next week's show as i am away with my niece and nephew and family this show will be completely pre-recorded so you can still listen in same time same place but it will be a completely pre-recorded show but that doesn't stop you from tweeting in 
One last thing before I head off, join me on Clubhouse with co-host Jenny Tomei every Monday at 7pm in the room called Behind the Looking Glass. Now, each week um, I cover a range of topics there and discussions around mental health, well-being, nutrition, eating disorders, etc. Because as we know, mental health and well-being is endless topics. So uh, we would also love to have experts come onto the platform and stage to share their expertise and possibly a short speaking slot for those who enter the room. So finally, do continue to share this show, Mindset Matters, with your friends and families, networks and community to bring out greater awareness of mental health and well-being. Leaving you with my mission, I support you to empower your mind to live the life you desire, supporting you to find clarity and vision through the darkest of times so that you can shine your light, and as Carol would say, to sparkle. So sorry, continue to keep safe and well. And uh, remember to stick to government restrictions and guidance during the long May bank weekend and half term. Have an awesome weekend and see you here in uh, two weeks time. But you'll be listening in and I'll be listening in too. Ciao. The Mindset Matters show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio. Gotta keep trying Gotta keep 